This is the Organizational Health Advantage Podcast with Keith Hadley and James Felton, Principal Consultants at Table Group. They're in the business of coaching leaders to build strategic focus and cultural alignment that leads to amazing results. This podcast is for leaders who are looking to increase productivity and morale while decreasing politics, confusion, and unwanted turnover. Welcome to the Org Health Advantage. Welcome back. I'm Keith Hadley. And I'm James Felton. And today we're going to be talking about meetings. Oh, man. Meetings. It's my favorite topic on the Org Health well, I don't know if it's my favorite topic, but it is one that our clients struggle with a lot. And super important to get it right, or at least more productive than what what we experience when we come in and, and work with clients for the first time. Yeah. Here, here's what makes it tricky, James. It, I, I think one of the things that makes it tricky is that every single one of our companies that we work with, they already have a meeting model. We've never had folks come to us and say, oh, you know, meetings, that's great. We didn't know we were supposed to have meetings. So, we're always stepping into a place of trying to help them increase the quality or the productivity of their meetings. So maybe we should just start by like, what is the problem? What's the problem we're solving for here? I think the problem is that they are not as focused as we'd like, and they could be spending more time in their meetings. So if we could increase the efficiency and the focus we're probably going to give them a little bit more time back and they're probably going to end up talking about the most important subjects they need to. Yeah, yeah. So maybe it would be helpful for us to start with a quick overview of what we call our four meeting model uh, because this is the model that we're trying to help them master. Done well, these four meetings allow teams to be very proactive on one side, right? It creates space to have proactive conversations about the like, where is this business going? Uh, what's happening that we need to be paying attention to? How can we be more strategic? And then it allows them to be very reactive to the ever-changing obstacles and problems and decisions that they need to be making in real time. So why don't you start at the top, James, and just walk us through all four? Yeah. So on the reactive or tactical side, there are two. Uh, and the first... The first one is the daily huddle, where the executive team is getting together uh, and talking for just about 10 minutes every day to make sure they're aligned and catching drop balls before they hit the floor. The second one is more of the weekly tactical, where everybody's in there with a week's focus, looking at what's on their plate for the week, but also around their scorecard and make sure they're focused on what's most important. The more proactive strategic ones would be the first would be the monthly strategic or ad hoc where you're talking about some topic and you come in really prepared to have a debate and make a decision. And then the fourth in our meeting model and the second really proactive one is the quarterly offsite where we're looking at industry landscape, state of the company, or even like just how the team is working together. Yeah. And it, it's probably good to note, you know, these are all captured in a terrific book by Patrick Lencioni called Death by Meeting. He reiterates it in his book, The Advantage, and Pat's the founder of Table Group, where James and I serve as independent principal consultants. So you can really go deep into those models and those resources. But um, 
Okay, where do you want to start? Should we talk about the pro tips around the daily huddle or the reason for it? Or do you want to start at the top of the list? Yeah, I, I say we start at the top with that daily huddle. And I would say it's just since you brought up Pat, he would he would absolutely say if you want to check in on a company and just see how they're operating, especially at the executive level, he would say sit in on one of their meetings. Yeah. Because that's where you see their focus, uh, their interaction and behaviors with each other. And really what they're talking about is it is it on the most important things and are they minimizing confusion and minimizing politics in those meetings? Yeah, that really is the it's the it's the arena or it's the stage in which a team is really a team and in which a leader is really a leader. Uh, And it's probably good to note at the outset that many of the leaders that are listening to this are going to be responsible for the meetings that they are in, uh, the team that they're on that executive team, they're also responsible for running really good meetings on the on the level where they lead the yeah. function that they are responsible for. So um, daily huddle, we get a lot to push back on the daily huddle. Like really an executive team daily, we don't have time for that. Yeah. And, and I would say we're only asking for about 10 minutes of your time. Yeah. But this is going to help save time in terms of email threads going back and forth, text threads going back and forth, Slack threads going back and forth. Uh, It's also going to help you stay aligned with each other on what's going on in the day. Um, It's it's a communication vehicle that uncovers potential challenges with the team or within the organization. And, uh, and it's a great spot to bring up decisions that have been made at different levels of the organization and to make sure everybody on the team is aware. Yeah, it, it just literally is checking in. And we have clients that have done it well, and they come yeah. back and they say, I didn't believe you, but yep. um, that meeting has saved us so much time in terms of um, not having to write each other emails, not having to have separate one-on-one conversations, just a quick, simple check-in. We always yeah. say don't evaluate the the uh, value of the daily check-in based on one 10-minute period. Look at it over the course of 20 days or 30 days. Are we closer? Are we more aware of what's happening? Uh, are we more coordinated and aligned? Uh, and if the answer is yes on any of those, that is well worth the effort. Yeah. Keith, I, I ask teams, just give it 30 days. Yeah. If you do it for If you do it for a month and you don't like it, then by all means, stop doing it. Yeah. But yeah. usually when they give it 30 days, they end up really enjoying it and finding it productive and useful and they keep it going forward. Yeah. I think of just even my own family. When my wife and I in the morning are getting ready and we we miss that step of just checking in with each other real quick, like, so wait, what's going on today? You know, yeah. like, do you have a lot of appointments? Are you traveling somewhere? Um, is somebody coming over this evening? Where are the kids? Like, we have to have this quick huddle in the morning just to be on the same page, and it's no different for an exec team. So, exactly. James, you've done a great job of just kind of capturing, like, what are the prompts? It's like you're getting together. We'd say stand up, or if it's on the phone, um, you know, just dial into a, a simple phone, you know, conference line. Yep. And what would be the prompts that people are supposed to respond to? So, uh, you know, here's here's the filter that you could talk through. Uh, so it could be, what are outliers in your schedule? Mm-hmm. Um, what's an ask of the team? 
you know, it could be tactical, like, hey, I sent this email out last week and I haven't gotten any responses. Um, what's an ask from the team that's a little bit more in depth? Like, hey, I need some help in dealing with this. And then the third one would be, um, what's something that the team needs to know that you want to eliminate a surprise if they were to find out later in the day or the next day? Yeah, I I don't even think of it as need to know. I think need is almost too high a bar. It's like what would be useful or interesting to know. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Good. Like, hey, so and so, you know, we 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 filled that critical position. Just wanted all of you to know that. Or hey, I know we have a couple of openings, and uh, you, yep. you might be interested to know we have a couple of good candidates coming in today. Or we just had a big new client sign on. Or we just had a hey yesterday something popped in the op, you know on the shop floor that that you guys need to be aware of. So, yeah. So to recap a bullet point, those three would be outliers in your schedule, yep. asks of the team, and what's something to eliminate surprises, you know, what's something interesting or useful for the team to know. Yeah. 10 minutes a day. Uh, the biggest challenge we get from global teams is like there's not a time zone where this works. And we get it. I mean, different time zones are rough, but just see if there can't be one block of time, maybe mix it around where you can get the team together for 10 minutes, schedule it at 10 minutes to the hour so that you get a clean slate at the top of the hour. Okay. That's the daily check-in. Second, let's talk about the weekly tactical. So this is a meeting in which we aren't negotiating what new finish lines there are. We're trying to check in with each other around progress against the plans that we've made. So we've made decisions about the best way forward on multiple fronts. Now we're going to check in and and do a progress and 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 uh, coordinate where we are against plan. So starts with two activities that establish the context for the week. That would be a lightning round and a scorecard review. Then we go into a real-time agenda and then we close with decisions and actions and cascade. So that lightning round at the beginning, it feels a little bit like a daily huddle, but it's different. And the lightning round is just simply, hey, what are the top three things that you're focused on this next week? And and the key is, what do you think you're going to be focused on? Because based on today's weekly tactical meeting, you might get some new information that would change your focus. James, talk about the scorecard review. Yeah, the scorecard is around what we call the thematic goal. And it's what we have identified as the most important thing for us to achieve in the next six months. And, uh, and then we have what we call defining objectives, which help, which help achieve that goal. And so what we're asking you to do is just red, yellow, and green each one of those boxes so that we know, are we on plan? Have we hit a little uh, roadblock and, and need to overcome an obstacle? Or is the plan that we've worked on not actually working? Yeah. And anything that would be red or maybe yellow, we probably need to put on the agenda to talk about. But we also realize in addition to that thematic goal and, and focus on what's most important in the next six months, we realize we actually have to run this organization. And there are some key things that we probably look at just to make sure we're running a successful organization no matter what our thematic goal is. And we would ask you to red, yellow, and green those boxes as well. And anything red or yellow, we would probably put on the agenda to make sure we talk about and get back on track in any of those boxes. Yeah, so we're talking about you know fast, 
practical. We're now maybe 12 minutes into our weekly tactical. We've done a we've done a, a lightning round to get our focus. We've done a scorecard review to talk about the most important things and the things that are always important. So we've read, yellow, green those. And now we slide right into what we call a real-time agenda. So if you're the team leader, you've listened to all that context and you're starting to jot down topics for this week. And these are 10-minute topics, kind of rule of thumb. It's always going to be messier than that, but these are a set of you know five, six, seven um, topics that might be anywhere from five to 12 minutes each. And it might be something along the lines of Topic number one, we said we're gonna, you know, we're gonna try to raise our prices and increase our profitability. Uh, the sales team has said they're red. Uh, let's dive in. What's going on? You know, is it that people aren't responding to the price increase? So we haven't announced the price increase. We haven't done the analysis yet to figure out what the increase should be. Like, what are the obstacles that are keeping us from getting that defining objective to green? And having a short conversation about it. And that's where things get messy. They get real. But you stack together. You know, like I said, four, five, six tactical topics. And maybe there's yeah. a topic that comes up this week that has nothing to do with your scorecard. Maybe it's like, oh yeah, by the way, this week is open enrollment. Uh let's let's just coordinate with each other how we're gonna, you know, get the message out to our teams and reiterate the importance of a 401k. I mean, there there might be stuff like that 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 pops up on a weekly basis. But so now, yeah, we're we're into this. So what happens, James, when what what with many teams? This 10-minute topic starts to take on a life of its own. What do we do then? Yeah, what we would do then is say, boy, if we don't have enough time right there to talk about it, or maybe we have a need for more information, or maybe we need to get a subject matter expert in there, then what we would do is say, let's just put that in a parking lot. And the parking lot does two things for us. One, it keeps us from going over in our meeting time. Two, it keeps us from long conversations that we actually can't resolve. And three, what it does is helps us prioritize who needs to be in the room for those conversations. Because what we might see is, boy, half the team actually doesn't need to be in this conversation. And so it's a way for us to better utilize our time and better focus to make sure we're spending it well and getting to a place where we can make a decision. Yeah. And that that parking lot or that backlog of strategic topics, we're going to talk about that in our next type of meeting. But so, so far we've done a lightning round, a scorecard review. We've made a real-time agenda where we've created a place to capture topics that need to be discussed in more depth. And as we're ending our time, we think you should take 10 minutes again and just recap. What were the big decisions that we made today? And a decision might be, you know, we decided on this new course of action or a decision might be, we decided to take this topic and schedule it for next Thursday. And by the way, we need you know these five people in the meeting. But let's capture those decisions, next actions. Often what happens is people will think they're clear until they go to capture the decision and they realize they weren't quite as clear as they thought. So there's a little bit of re rediscussion that can happen at that stage. And then finally, we wrap it up with a, uh, all right, what what from today's meeting needs to be cascaded out? And the expectation is that everybody at that table is having a weekly tactical or at least a daily huddle with the team they lead. And so what are the messages that we can speak with one voice coming out of today's weekly tactical? So one meeting with six parts. Yeah. And and Keith, I think that last part 
um, oftentimes gets overlooked and we don't recap decisions. So then we leave meetings where we're not sure what was decided um, or we're not aligned on what was decided. And then I think we uh, sometimes don't cascade very well. But the beauty of the cascade is then our people uh, know what's expected and uh, coming out of these meetings. Uh, but they also know we're aligned because they're hearing the same things from different leaders. And I might work with a cross-functional team and I have confidence that they have heard the same thing from their leader that I have heard from mine. And so that's really powerful to show that the team is aligned in what we're supposed to be getting done. So let's talk about the, the strategic meeting, the next meeting, which is a little bit different in that um, one, it could happen on an ad hoc basis. We also really encourage people to uh, schedule a monthly strategic meeting because it's easier to take off the calendar if you don't need it than to try to schedule it when you do. But the other part that I referred to earlier is the fact that, boy, we can get a lot of stuff done when we realize not everybody on the team needs to be in each one of these strategic meetings. So really make sure you have the people in there who will help make the best decision. And, yeah. uh, and so, Keith, why don't you talk about what's the, what's the best way to prep for one of these strategic meetings? Yeah, I, I think that's, that's one of the most impactful things that a team can do to have better strategic meetings is a bit of prep work. So um, I think it's good. To, what, what often happens is our clients will, will identify the topic. We need to talk about pricing. Well, pricing is a topic. What's the question that we're trying to answer? Oh, uh, should we raise our prices or lower our prices? That's a question. So the topic, the question. Next, have somebody on the team take the lead and identify, like, what are the options? Like, let's not come at it cold, but hey, just throw out a couple of options. I think we ought to raise our prices and go for you know greater uh, profitability. I think we ought to lower our prices and go for um, more market share. Uh, as an example, or I think it should be a blend of the three. So maybe there's an option ABC, put that in a little one pager in an email, probably good to establish a, a, a common set of facts, a fact basis, maybe a, a bit of an analysis or like our current rate card, for example. So what's the topic? What's the question? What are the options? What's the fact set? Uh, a good pre-work should be like, you could be able to digest it in like 10 minutes. This is not an in-depth analysis. What we're trying to avoid is starting a topical meeting with a PowerPoint presentation that burns through half of the time. Like, let's come do a meeting with the point of view, and then this is a debate and decide meeting. Um, and like you said, not everybody needs to be in that meeting. Not everybody in the executive team. Uh, maybe there's some subject matter experts you bring from outside. Yeah. The ad that I would provide to the pre-work is, we are much more creative when we've had a chance to think about it and process it before walking into the meeting. Yeah. So not only yeah. does the prep work save our collective time, we're also much more creative in how we can solve a problem when we've had time to think about it and process it outside of work. Yeah. Yeah. I think that even just at the bare minimum, just do what we call some introverted pre-work, which is here's the topic, here's the question, please think about it before you come to the meeting. And then at the beginning of the meeting, maybe we, we just reiterate that, give everybody a chance to think, write down a couple of thoughts on paper and then dive in. So we think that can be, um, that can increase the productivity of these topical meetings dramatically. And we, we don't just mean like a air quote, 
backlog of topics. We mean literally a backlog. There should be one list for the executive team. And it's the CEO's job to keep that list. And you're constantly bumping topics up or down. We think of that as like the strategic agenda of the company. And and then there's scheduled placeholders, times where we're going to advance the strategy of the company in these strategic topical meetings. Yeah. And then Keith, of course, when, if not everybody on the team is in that meeting, that team, that group that has made a decision in the strategic meeting needs to communicate to the other team members. And where do they do that? They can do it oh. the next day in the daily huddle. Exactly. These things blend together. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's great. Or in the next weekly tactical, say, hey, let's take 10 minutes to kind of walk you through the uh, the meeting that we had around pricing and and make sure that the decision is clear. Um, yeah. So I, I, probably the biggest meeting of all is this quarterly offsite, but we could probably describe it in the least amount of time, right? We like yeah. to think of a quarterly offsite as carving out big blocks of relatively unstructured time to talk about the things that are most important to the business. And that might be things happening external to the business, in our markets, with our customers, with our competitors, the industry around us, uh, topics related to the state of the company, our employees, our operations, our processes, our systems, and of course, topics related to the health or the, the cohesiveness of the team itself. Um, what would you add? What would you say is really significant about the quarterly offsite? Well, I, you and I have had the, the pleasure of being in the room during offsites with our clients where some major decisions have been made. Oh, man. And, um, and so this is the ultimate example of slowing down to speed up. Yes, we're taking a day or two away from being in the company and working in the business so that we could actually work on the business. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and boy, that is, that is a place where teams become more cohesive, but also where they make their biggest decisions on direction of the company, uh, strategy, vision, uh, you know, where they come up with their thematic goals. Uh, it is it is really important time for them, both for their cohesion and their strategic uh, yeah, direction. I, I'm glad you said that. I think a mistake that a lot of leaders make is they make the two-day offsite essentially a – they just pile up a bunch of strategic topics. Right. And they're like, hey, I need a strict agenda. We have two days together. We're going to, you know, we're going to spend an hour and a half on these eight topics each. Uh, but what we talk about is – I, like I'll just share a story. I was in a, an offsite recently with a company that they did. They slowed down. They talked about team cohesion. They they got a little bit vulnerable with each other. They talked about um, places where they struggle and where they have a hard time acknowledging weakness to one another. And so they just they did that, and then that led just naturally into a conversation about making sure their roles were clear at an executive level. And it the crescendo was. One of the guys in the team just said literally, hey, my role is comprised of these two parts, you know, revenue and product. And I think this other member of the team, she's better at product than I am. I think she should be head of product. And the team right there in the offsite decided to change the executive titles and the executive roles 
and uh, and and essentially re, re you know rejigger the entire org chart of the company. That would never have surfaced had that been listed as a strategic topic. That only right. happened because they slowed down enough to just reflect on what was the best way for them to function as a team. That's the kind of magic that happens in an offsite. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And then you and I have also been in in sessions with clients where. Uh, at the offsite, they talk about like, okay, if we were trying to beat ourselves, how mm. would we do it? Yeah. Or we need to grow. We're looking to make an acquisition. Let's look at all the potential industries we could dive into, you know, that yeah. are similar to ours. And and so again, it's that that slow down to speed up time frame. Yeah, or let's let's look systematically at all the functions of our business: red, yellow, green. Where, what are our yeah. sources of strength? What are our, what's dragging us back? Or let's exactly. let's stop and reflect on our next level talent, and our, our, do we have the best people focused on the on the most important projects? Like, yeah, we have so many examples of the benefits of slowing down, but that's two days. So, taken all together, right? If we take two days every quarter, we can be very proactive, identify big opportunities and big obstacles. If we can go topic by topic and make faster, better decisions with good information and the right people in the room, if we can stay coordinated and aligned in the context of a weekly tactical meeting that's efficient and focused, and if we stay real time with each other, no surprises, through a daily huddle, like that cadence ensures that this team is going to get smarter and smarter and more effective and more aligned, faster, better decisions more seamless, more agile execution. And now leader, you have to turn around to do essentially those same things at the next level. Yeah, absolutely. This is this is at the executive level. If you're an executive, you would be participating in a meeting like this and you would be leading some of these meetings with your the people that report to you as well. Yeah. Now, no, we're not necessarily saying every team needs to do a two-day offsite, but there needs right. to be a couple of blocks of time um, I think it's it's worth noting that um, most of the leaders that we work with, James, they do one-on-ones and they're like, wait, where's the one-on-one? How does that fit into this model? Yeah. And we would really encourage those to be uh, more developmental. Yeah. Um, you know, first of all, the cadence would probably be once a month at, at the most in, in our opinion. And it would be around development of that person and coaching um, and less, far less tactical because we want the tactical to come out in the daily and weekly meetings. So these ideas are easy to talk about. They're harder to put into practice. We've got lots of different resources. And I would say a lot of conversations with our clients revolve around helping them uh, really get more effective and more productive in their meetings. But that's probably where we should stop for the day. What do you think, James? I, I agree. And again, this might seem like a lot, you know, these four different meetings, but what we would say is you're going to really increase productivity. You're going to increase clarity and minimize confusion and politics, which are all great for, for your company and will provide a lot of tangible results. Thanks for listening to the Org Health Advantage. Your hosts, Keith and James, are helping leaders change the world of work and invite you to share this podcast with your friends and colleagues. For more resources on building stronger teams and organizational health, check out tablegroup.com.
Produced by Audavita Studios. Connect your voice to the world.